doing a podcast is mm-hmm. that are we doing it now or i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go right, we're just gonna roll right into it this is number three by the way this oh, is okay. podcast number three but boy i am so uh dumb when it comes to technology i have done so much research on youtube and called so many different people about doing this so it takes me a long time to really get into the process but that's how you gotta do it, man. Yeah, I guess so. You know, you, you don't learn. just jump into something without any knowledge. Oh yeah, you can you can build a boat from watching YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so true. Yeah. When I was a kid, I asked my dad with help on my car, and my dad knows a lot about cars. Don't get me wrong. And I was, and I was like, Dad, I need, I need, I don't remember what it was. I was like. Not a kid, obviously. I had a car when I was six years old. No, oh, okay. uh, no. I, I I asked him for help on something in the engine. He was like, "Yeah, let me just YouTube this." And I was like, "Oh my god!" I thought <laughs> I thought fathers knew everything, <laughs> but he basically yeah, YouTube basically saved him. But yeah, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to number three podcast of conversations from a room. I have a very very nice special time. friend here. What you, oh, nice! Oh, no. I haven't told you the title. Oh, it's called "Conversations from a Room." Yeah, it's based, it's based off of, um, uh, loosely based off of an album that I listened to by Leonard Cohen called "Songs from a Room" from the '60s. It's one of my favorite albums ever. Okay. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'll, I want to use that and, and change it, <laughs> basically steal it. But it's not technically stealing if I change the first words. But yeah. Man, that's, hey, that's nice. Jaron Robinson, is that your last name? Yeah, it is. Jaron, you know, I never Jaron, right? Because mm-hmm. I never Jaren. call I never call you Jaron. I always, I just call you Jay. A lot of people get my name wrong. That's yeah. why I tell Cause them because you said Jay. you said call you Jay, and I was like, Jaron's not hard to say. Yeah, a lot. Of, I got uh, Jerome, uh, Jaron, Jarrett. My my pastor called me Jarrett for like all of my life. In Jarrett, <laughs> yes. Wow. While I was going to church. And he'll like put the spotlight on me. It's mm-hmm. nice to see Jared here. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> That's Sorry. terrible. That's why you don't go to church anymore. <laughs> You're scared they're going to. Get it right. <laughs> God, That's cool, man. Well, thanks name. for coming down, dude. This is this is my third oh, podcast. Man. So I'm surprised you've even gotten past one. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> but uh, boy, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm glad this is, this is going through. Um, Who was how the first two go? Uh, so the first one was Rachel, my fiance. No, yeah. it was a, it was a cute little, cute little introduction into the world of podcasting. So yeah, and then the second one was a friend of mine that I went to college with. Her name is Shalimar. She lives in New York City, Shalimar. and she's a birth doula. What? Do you know what that is? Yeah. What's your definition of a birth doula? That's like the people that help help the birthing yeah yeah they're they're basically like a a dumb dumb it down it's emotional support uh birth um give uh she's like a doctor of of love for for people who are giving birth yeah Mm -hmm. and that's what she's she studied that for years and she got a license to the doulas out there yeah yeah she's great man she's she's a cool she's a cool person and her and her husband chris was here they spent they spent a few days with us in uh 
in here in Los Angeles, and they stayed here in my apartment, and we uh, we just got to hang out, and you know, it was nice because I hadn't seen her since college, so it was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But I brought you down, man, because um, I met you not very long ago. It's only been like what four or five months now. We've never, you know yeah. each other. And has it been that long? Yeah. Four or five months. Yeah, because I started working. Uh, I started oh. working at the restaurant. Me, 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 and Jay are acquaintances through through restaurant yes. work. We're 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 a high class restaurant people, <laughs> aka struggling artists who need to make a buck by <laughs> by making pizzas and delivering them. Man, L.A. will make you do something that you didn't think you would do. <laughs> I'm talking about cooking pizza, everybody. <laughs> That's like they put that on the billboard when you enter L.A. Like you're gonna do something you never thought you'd do. To make money. Welcome to Los Angeles, kid. Now give me your balls. Give me your balls <laughs> and your soul. Put it in this bag. When I first got here, I was like gung-ho about it. But after mm-hmm. five years of living here, I, mm-hmm. I think Los Angeles should change the city of angels mm-hmm. and their motto of that to whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> Los Angeles, whatever it takes. That's true, man. Because good God. Because I remember moving here and thinking, like, I was going to get an acting job, like, right off the bat. After mm-hmm. two years, I would be on a TV show. I'd be, like, representing theaters in L.A. And, I'm, like, most of my time is just delivering pizza mm-hmm. <laughs> or just going to auditions and yep. landing not much of anything. But, you know. You just gotta climb that ladder, dude. You gotta climb the ladder. But I remember when I, I remember I knew that we were gonna hit it off because when I met you, I noticed that you were very funny, obviously, but you oh, were thanks. also you were very thanks, sarcastic and dry. And I was like, I was like, because I when I when I worked at the shop, I just assumed everyone was just like a regular person, like no one was an artist or a comedian or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this guy's funny. He's got this really like this sort of sarcastic, dry sense of humor. Which I have, and not a lot of people I get along with because uh, I kind of come off as like an asshole because I'm very dry <laughs> or whatever. But you, it's like you you ate it up. You were great. You you were you oh, yeah. you you team effort when it comes to like just goofing around in comedy. And then I found out that you were a stand up comedian, and I was like, hell yeah, go go Jay. Yeah, because you yeah you have that uh, sort of like comedian aspect, that sort of like knowledge of what's funny. What like if you? I'm sure you walk around. And you're like, that's a joke. Let me write this down. This mm-hmm. is this is a moment. Oh yes. Take this in. Take, take this you know. It's material everywhere out here, from butt naked women that's walking down the street, <laughs> how for coke to prostitutes. This. <laughs> Boy, I never want to take my parents to one of your shows. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> my God. But that's great, man. So I offer the oh, guests yeah. a drink every time. Um, you chose beer. I did choose good old beer, hef- good even old beer do run through me, and I, I, good God. I realized, what, what kind of podcast show is this? Can I say run through me? Anymore? I'll say this. It's not for adults, and it's not for children. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a small window. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We just going to creep through that window. But yeah, yes, yeah. I am drinking some beer, and yeah. uh, it's pretty good. It's are you, you uh, gluten intolerant? Is that why? Look, man, I'm from the south. I'm. If y'all haven't noticed from That's true. You my vernacular, you can, and, you can probably eat anything. Yeah, anything. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know what the hell gluten free was until mm-hmm. I came out here. Oh, same here. So, yeah. I, I honestly, I, mean, I remember I first heard about gluten free when I came out here. 
But I first heard about vegan when I was in high school, and I had one girl at my school who was vegan, and I thought because she had like a disease. I thought I thought what her case was also like. Well, you know what? Okay, I'm being mean. I'm sorry. Let me take it back. I thought it was because she was something like, oh, she couldn't eat. But I think it's because she couldn't eat dairy, and she was also. Mm-hmm. Like, she couldn't eat certain meats. So I was like, I think she just went vegan. And I didn't even know what it was. So at the time, as a kid, I was in high school. I was like, oh, man, this poor girl. She's got, like, a, a thing that she can't eat certain foods. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's vegan. Oh. And then I moved out here, and I was vegan for, like, a year and a half. So, so you know, people try out new things. And I think L.A. is a, is a huge uh, melting pot for diverse uh, uh, cultures and subcultures and, you know, dieting. Uh, exercising, art. I mean, there's it's a melting pot of of, mm-hmm. of uh, creativity out here. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah. As I said, this podcast is to bring people in to ask them what they do, what they love, and uh, pretty much promote themselves. I love talking to artists. I love talking to entrepreneurs, and we talk about life because at the end of the day, life is all you got, man. You got to talk about life because you yeah. know you know it's the most important. It can be thing. hard at times, it can be and. Hard at times. Uh... Life is what? What the hell? Life is like a dick. It can be hard at times. <laughs> it ain't gonna be soft. Man. You know, when you ask me what type of podcast this is, I should have given you like I should have given. You, I should have stated like right off the bat, like, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. there should be like a like a. At the beginning of this pod, I'm gonna have to edit in like a like a uh, what's it called. Like a- advisory, like please, this guy's vulgar. <laughs> I want to say that, that right to the left of me, there's a sign that says, "Please, no singing, no dancing, no swearing." Yeah, this is a respectful house. That's an ironic. Sign. I looked, I looked at that and said, "Well, I'm gonna miss all of that." Oh, dude, I do all those things before be, before <laughs> okay, breakfast. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I sing, I dance, and I swear all before breakfast. Every yes, morning. that's how life is. Yeah, dang it. Speaking you of life, Jaren. First thing I want to ask you is, what was your childhood like? What was what was life for you growing up? What was what type of what type of kid were you? Um, I was a rambunctious kid, a kind of an ambitious kid, adventurous kid. I would go around the neighborhood and go to the store. It was it was a good childhood. I was one of the rare black kids. That had both. Tell of me more parents. about going to the store. <laughs> yeah, it was. What's that all about? It was cool, you know. You what know. store? What's like? Is is it like? Did you grow up in a small town? Where did mm-hmm. you grow up? Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Got to say Tennessee so, instead of Tennessee. I had a I had a buddy of mine who grew up in a small town, and he would tell me because um, I'm from Florida, and he grew up in Gainesville, which is like a little like a little yeah, small town. Well, Gainesville, but outside of Gainesville, is this little town called um, Williston, and it's just like it's basically just farm country. And he would tell me that on the weekend, I would be like, so what do you do, what do, you do on the weekends, man? Because I grew up in Miami. So on the weekends, we'd go out. You know what I mean? We'd go to the beach or we'd go, you know, if we were 21, we'd go to the club or whatever. Whatever, Just yeah. whatever stuff that kids do. Um, and he's like, well, we would go and hang out at, like, Walmart. Hell yes. Yeah? Yeah. You would just hang out. Like, he would be like, we would, we would, like, we would drive up to the parking lot of Walmart. We would just, like, we would just, like, tailgate and just drink in the parking lot and stuff. And I'm like... That's kind of cool. That's fun. Yeah. That's cool. Well, it... we wouldn't drink in the parking lot. Oh, what were we, we would doing? probably do a little, you know. <laughs> little, All right, little that can mean one or two things. You're either smoking pot, you're dealing drugs, or you're or you're you're having sex. It goes down in Walmart parking lot. Yeah, a little bit of all three goes down in Walmart parking lot. So, what was what was your dating life like back in Tennessee? 
Uh, it was it was all right. Mm-hmm. You know, you had a lot of uh, chicks out there that want the uh, guys that's like uh, dope dudes, dope dealers. Dope. Wait, girls are interested in fast dealers? money, man. Anything that's really that's, that's like that's what they're real, interested in. It's a lot of them out there that's that's. Yeah. Still want the. I guess it's kind of like that. I guess it's kind of like that. That like. It's kind of like that here, but it's intensified. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of dope dealers, they Mm -hmm. want the Mercier Lagos, the guys that's doing liposuction surgeries, Mm -hmm. and also all these rich cocaine on the side. Money. Yeah. So. But it's some good ones in me. Yeah. 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 So how, what about your family? What what's is you have a big family, little family? Oh yeah, Vegan we family? we ha- I have a big family. Mm-hmm. Like my immediate family is just me and my sister, my mom and my dad. Yeah, you told me about and that. And then uh outside of that, a plethora of cousins mm-hmm. and we have abundance of love for each other. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I think honestly, I'm the type of person that I think family is absolutely everything. Amen. To me, family is everything. I think uh for as long as you can, you need to be able to, like, family comes first. I think so. Uh, support your family. Be there for your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, do everything you can to, to keep a strong integrity. To keep the the family, into, like, the integrity of a family needs to be strong. You know what I mean? Like, you have exactly. to keep that together, you know? I have a lot of friends who are, I'm like, hey, how's so-and-so? It's like, oh, I haven't talked to... You know, my brother in a while. I haven't talked to my sister. I'm like, dude, call them up, man. Like, that's, like, that's your brother. That's your sister. Like, that's the people you love. And I know it's hard. Like, a lot of, a lot of times, like, like, because, like, a lot of families, like, you know, they, they grew up in certain circumstances where, you know, things weren't always, you know, easy for them. And, and you know, maybe they, you know, they have brothers and sisters who don't, who didn't always, you know, want to show their love and all that. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think life is too short to to not to not yes. express everything you oh, can yeah. with your family. Yeah, I got yeah, a lot yeah. of friends that that I try to hug them all the time and they're like, Man, get the hell up off me. I'm like, bro, you never hugged look me. Look here. <laughs> I hugged you before. I haven't You wanna do you a before. live podcast hug? You wanna do a look? Right, we're it. gonna do a quick hug. This is a <laughs> this is the sound of a hug, this everybody. This is the sound of hugging right here. Come here. Come on in, Matt. Bring it in. <laughs> this is just <sighs> Two men alone in my apartment. <laughs> that, was a, that, was a, that was a great dude. You were you were built for hugs. Man. Again, I love the JJ. <laughs> <laughs> you can still be a you can, you can still express your 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 uh, masculinity by being affectionate to other men. That's perfectly that is but yeah, sexy. Okay, yeah, I, I love it's very sexy, people. man. You gotta hug people. You gotta show love. Cause it, that was a good hug, mm-hmm. and you're a strong hugger too. Yeah, like I was just gonna go for like a little nip, but no, you oh, were no. you were like mm. you bring it in, <laughs> and you gotta you gotta do the <laughs> ha. Don't do that. You gotta do that because it's releasing <laughs> the bad things in life That's when you when you both huh, together. That's mm. great, man. So when did you make your transition over to Los Angeles? Uh, that happened in 2013. Mm-hmm. I got uh, two degrees in uh, Bachelor of Arts mm-hmm. and Associate of Arts and, Dude, in theater. We have the exact same degree. Oh, degree buddies. That's awesome. I have a BFA in, in Fine Arts in the, in theater and a, a, and a, a Bachelor's Associates. How was it? How how was it for you in, in, in theater? Um, at the time, I hated it mm-hmm. only because it was exhausting i went to a conservatory in miami it was called new world school of the arts 
and it was the same uh, students every day for four yep. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And it was just, like, it was drilled, like, drilled, like, mm-hmm. courses. Like, we would do movement. We would do voice. We would do speech. We would do, do clowning. Uh, we would do checkoff. Uh, we oh, would do checkoff. Yeah, oh, checkoff. Checkoff, you, know about you check-off? said? What would you know about oh, Anton checkoff? Boy, Anton checkoff made me you know cry for three days straight. <laughs> 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 What's your favorite Anton checkoff play? Oh crap! Oh, was it the cherry orchard? I think was it cherry orchard? Was no, it the cherry orchard? I think orchard? you're just thinking of an American classic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I ain't gonna uh, lie. I hated Chekhov. I ain't right, gonna well, lie the to three, you. The three ballers of that time were were uh, Anton Chekhov. It was Henrik Ibsen. Yes. And God, there was one more. Who's the guy that wrote? Did you read? Um, Enemy of the People. Enemy of the People. That's no. Yeah, that was. I don't think I have. I think that was Henrik Ibsen. Oh, Henrik Ibsen. Anyways, that was one of my favorite plays back. That those were like back in the eighteen hundreds, like when those plays started to really thrive. I think it was. God, I have to go back in my research, but I think it was the eighteen hundreds when those plays, or maybe it was early nineteen hundreds. I'm not gonna lie, I can't remember. But uh, yeah, Henrik. For for the people who don't know, Henrik. Uh, sorry, uh, Anton Chekhov was a Russian playwright, and yeah. he introduced uh, a style of acting and basically script writing that you would act in a way that was more, uh, n- more natural and more organic. Than the than the, the the sort of normal the sort of uh, stereotypical acting that they had in the seventeen hundreds, where it was very big and avant garde, mm-hmm. and like you know Shakespearean and all that. Yeah. That was the sort of essence of plays for so long. Henrik, uh, sorry, uh, Anton Chekhov in, was the was the originator. He incepted the idea of that you could just act as a person, just be real, and you could be sad, you can be you know, uh, uh, happy. You can show these human emotions on stage. And he was, he, he basically was the guy who created that. He wrote plays that really, um, emphasize in this sort of acting. So there, a lot of schools or, or studios in acting really study hard on, on, on yeah. Anton Chekhov, even though it was yeah. years and years ago because he originated that sort of, um, acting style. So, yeah. Yeah, him, and, him. And, and and Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. I was never a fan um, of Shakespeare. I was never a fan I of Shakespeare. I did not like it. Actors, like, they they bleed Shakespeare. And I'm like, whatever, man, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Shakespeare's fine. They said I'm he not... had, like, the, the education of an eighth grader. And Is that, that true? And a lot of people didn't even think he existed. Well, I if he has the education of an eighth grader, I have the education of, like, a <laughs> Someone who's like a caveman. I got Because shit, man. He's really like, I know he didn't go to public school. I know that damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> he had a hell of an education. That's man. awesome, man. I'm glad that we, we... Okay, so yeah, that that was... I liked... Okay, during... Going back to how it was, uh, you know, being in a, in a school of fine arts, I liked it. There was days where I hated it, days where I liked it. I loved it because I, everything I know today, I still incorporate... From what I learned in school, yeah, for acting, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, I, I I think, I think for actors, I think it's I think it's ninety five percent of the time it's important to take a core like you need to be able to have someone to kind of give you the, the the guidelines. You know what I mean? Because a lot of actors, it's like, oh, I never went to school and all that. That's cool. That's fine. That's great. You're a natural, a true, organic actor. 
But I think with me, it's like I knew it since I was a kid, like since I was a baby. Mm-hmm. I love to entertain. I love to act. I love to, inter- you know, do all this stuff. Yeah. But I needed someone to sort of smooth out my path because I I didn't know I didn't know what to how to basically I was like a mutant who didn't know how to use their powers and I went to the school of of Xavier for mutants <laughs> and he basically showed they basically showed me how to use my powers you know what I mean yeah and that sounds kind of like pretentious but that's the best way to say it you know what I mean mm-hmm. I just need some, someone to show me how to do these things you know what I mean so it was good what about you uh mine was cool I didn't think um I was an actor I knew that I can make people laugh mm-hmm. all my life. Uh, from sixth grade, I was um, most witty. <laughs> I toot my own horn on that one. <laughs> Eighth grade, I was voted most witty, but I think, I don't know if I won. And then um, 12th grade, I was voted most witty again. And I lost to Derek Braxton. Derek oh. Braxton, you're not that funny. You know what, okay? man? I am. Derek Braxton, God wherever you Derek are right now. Braxton. Just letting you know. I love you, brother. Jaron Robinson is way better than you are. I am way better than you. I don't know what's going on in the water in Raleigh, Egypt. But anyway, um, but yeah. I'm I, sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure, I'm he's, sure a he's a nice guy. You know he's I hope, a nice I, dude. I hope the best for him, too. Shout hope, out to Derek Brown. <laughs> shout out to him. I'm sure he's a great guy. He's a good guy. We're just, we're just screwing with you, bro. <laughs> but yeah, after that, um, I realized that I... I I think it was I was doing a Shakespearean monologue. Mm-hmm. My um English teacher, she had us read out loud when I was in twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. And I used to always read in such a character voice. Mm-hmm. So it'd get to me and I'm like, the glossary went over to the such and such, da 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 da. I'm like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So she dumped me into a Shakespearean contest where I um I did a sonnet and a soliloquy and I nailed the soliloquy and I messed up on the sunny mm. and it was like, isn't that the worst feeling that's in the, the world? Worst. If you guys don't know what the worst feeling in the world is, perform something, perform something and forget everything <laughs> that you rehearse. Everything in front you will of people. Never, I still have night. I've, I've had terrible, terrible. A lot Ooh. of people know this about me, like my friends from school and all that. But I had to audition every year at the beginning of our semester. We had to audition for the plays that, are, that they're going to bring out mm-hmm. uh, for that year. Yes, yes. And you have yes. to do like a huge audition in the beginning of the year in oh, front yeah. of in front of the underclassmen, in front of the dean, all the professors in school. You have to do two monologues and a song. Mm-hmm. I I basically blanked on both my monologues. Oh. I got two words out on each. And I just forgot everything, dude. But when it came to my song, I was doing Oh What a Night by The Four Seasons. And I was like, this is the only thing I remember. So I was just like, Oh, what a night. Late December back in 63. Like, I was just like, And then just walk of shame, dude. Nothing. Nothing. It was the worst I still have nightmares today about going on stage, forgetting all my lines, and just being like, I don't know what to do. Like, it was the worst feeling. And and, and don't get me wrong. It, was, it wasn't because I, I blanked. Not only because I just I couldn't get through it, but I, I just didn't. I didn't. Ever, I never took time to memorize the monologue. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. It's like because when you first college, get there. You don't get, it's like, like oh, I'll do it the night before. I'll Dude, do it the night before. I, I, I back then I couldn't. I couldn't. I, and I should have winged it. I should have just. Be, I could have said whatever. I could have been like, 
So sometimes when the leaves fall, they turn <laughs> different colors. And let me tell you, like as a comedian, you can just bullshit. You know yeah, what I, mean? but, I thought but, about this. But yeah, man, it was terrible. It was absolutely like one of the worst days of my life was that day. But yeah, <laughs> where did you? What's the name of your school? Where'd you go to school? University of Memphis, and before mm-hmm. that, um, it was uh, Southwest Tennessee Community College. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to I went to Miami Dade Community College for two years. That's mm-hmm. how I got my associates, and then I yeah. went to my my transferred over my yeah. yeah. But my school is actually um, associated with the University of Florida, so I got a degree from the University of Florida. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was pretty, pretty sweet. Hell pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just tooting my own horn right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, toot yeah. toot. <laughs> Thank you. So I want to ask yeah. you because you are a stand-up comedian, and you are, you know, you're an actor, but you're also a stand-up comedian. You're a thriving stand-up comedian. What is it? Thriving. Thank you. <laughs> is, that, is that is that a is uh, that a negative? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let me, I'm let me, trying. Let me take that. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. <laughs> You are a working stand-up working. comedian because you do you do get you you do I from what you told me you do perform at a lot of like good places yeah try and to... you and you have and you have uh, opened up for a lot of great like big headliners so I will say that and you you've you've shared some stories with me but I'm very impressed with you but um Thank you, man. yeah no, I, and I and I and I've even told you like I have no, nothing but faith in you when it comes to like you know comedy acting just entertainment in general because you have that sort of like idea of you know. What, being funny and all that, but um, you know how to make a guest blush. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Chris. All right, but um, so how did you how did you start doing stand-up comedy? Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Darius, and my roommate Sarkis, yeah, they told me to try to gumption up enough cojones to get mm-hmm. in front of people and do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it at first. I was like, oh my god, I'm scared as hell. I yeah. don't want to get up. Yeah. How do you feel on stage still? Uh, nervous, and I think that this this is a good note right here. If you don't get nervous, there's something wrong. Yeah, you're supposed to get yeah. nervous. It's the same and thing with you're acting. You're supposed to work through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like R- Rachel's also an actor, and um, she whenever she goes to an audition, she's like, I still get so nervous before an audition. I was like, Yeah, so do I. Mm-hmm. It was like, but I it doesn't. You don't look like it. It was like. I'm I'm screaming inside, but I, I just I, it's you have to fake the confidence. You know what I mean? I think faking the confidence can get through. You can with that method, you can get through anything, man. Because mm-hmm. half the time, I'm sorry, not even half the time, like ninety eight percent of the time, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I also I'm also like scared shitless. Mm-hmm. But if I walk into somewhere with confidence. And 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 if people think I know what exactly. I'm doing, they're gonna just be like, "Wow, this guy exudes." Who's that guy? Yeah, who's who's this Mister right over here? Bring it on over here, Mister. <laughs> like it's the charisma that you want to be able to express off yourself, because you can you can you can do anything in in your life. Mm-hmm. But if you if you if you walk around with your tail under your legs, man, it's it, people are gonna it. people are gonna walk all over you. Yeah. And I'm scared shitless half the time, but I walk in like. Hey, what's up? Let's do this. Come on, guys. What are we mm-hmm. doing? I don't know. We'll figure it out. You just have to be confident. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that's just a huge. I, it's a huge, you know, barricade to kind of jump over. Yeah, and it's the passion behind it, man. Mm-hmm. If you you're not nervous when you um, are at the DMV getting mm-hmm. you <laughs> getting shit done there. Exactly. But that's because you don't have the passion behind mm-hmm. going to the DMV. Yeah, but, exactly. When you have the passion behind something and you want to do good, you get nervous. And mm-hmm. it's driving through that nervousness is what get you to the goal. Nervousness is like the mountain. I think I'm going to say something 
Nervousness is like the mountain. Oh, oh here he goes. Oh my God. He's going to say something good. What is it? What is and it? And the gold. Get your pencils out. in there. The diamonds are in there. Oh, my God. And you're the miner going through the nervousness. Miner like a, like a, like a child or? Wow. <laughs> I just screwed it up. <laughs> yeah, like a, not like a child. <laughs> so let me ask you something. How do you deal with nerves? What do you, what is it? Do you do anything in your life? You know, whether it's meditation, whether it's uh, medicinal, whether it's, um, you know, a, a, pra- a practice, maybe like a, a mantra that you give yourself every day. You say in your head, like, hey, man, you can do this. You're cool. Like, do you have a method? Do you have some sort of exercise that you do with yourself to kind of um, help with nerves? I just tell you just myself, push on through it. hey, you've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> Why are you nervous? <laughs> Get on up there. Do it. <laughs> push through it yeah so just do it huh? and make people laugh yeah because that's what that's a gift that you have yeah i realized like being out here that uh so repetition is key it's basically like if i do this if i do this long enough i can i can get i can get a hold of it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i can get yeah so yeah just keep i'm pretty sure a lot of comedians still get nervous oh beyonce gets nervous i heard i remember uh uh are you familiar with the beatles if they're a band Mm -hmm. okay cool so Ringo You're talking Star- not bugs, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're talking about the bugs. So there's oh. one particular bug called Ringo Starr. Oh, all right. Um, he so he still he still he still creates you know work. He still performs constantly. He still creates work, and um, you know, coming from one of the biggest bands of all history of all time, mm-hmm. you know, people ask him, you know, you, were you ever nervous every time you, you guys would perform? It's like. I like today he's like I still get nervous he says before he performs every single time before a live performance even today he throws up behind like backstage he pukes into a bucket and then he goes right on the stage because he's so he's so nervous he has so many nerves yeah and that's that's Ringo Starr from the Beatles man yeah I did not know that yeah like people get people still get nervous all the time yeah yeah it's just it's a human thing we're human and mm-hmm. I think that's what that's the problem. A lot of people, you know, because they think that they can't do certain things because the fear of of failure or the fear of of it's not going to be good enough. I say, I say, believe in yourself because everyone feels that way, and you you yeah. have to, you have to give yeah. yourself the opportunity. You have to just try it. And what helped me was like uh, going to open mics and seeing people. Mm-hmm. That was really not funny, mm-hmm. but they had the gumption to mm-hmm. go up there and be like, "Hey, I'm trying." I'm like, <laughs> yeah, "Hey, yeah, yeah. I gotta respect you yeah, on yeah. that, man, because you you up there, you're not you're not that funny, but <laughs> so, you're so trying." Let me ask you something. And that's good. I've noticed this a few times. Do you do you watch certain performers and you're like, "Oh, I can do way better than this." Mm, like uh, some of the celebrities. No, no, no. Or just well, well, and open mics. Yeah. Open mics, yeah, yeah. So that what gave me the uh, a lot of uh, some some confidence. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one dude, yeah. Yeah, I was at a um, audition. Not to be cocky, you know. <laughs> obviously, obviously, obviously. But I'm what I'm saying is like, do you ever feel like, oh, this guy is up here doing it? What what does what what keeps me from doing it? If I know that I can probably do something a little better, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, there's no kind of like on pretentious way of saying that but basically what i'm saying it's like you have confidence in yourself to be like oh wait i think i might have something that might top this let me try let me try what i have because i think this might 
Because I used to think all my stuff is shit, but then you see something, and you're like, oh wait, no, I yeah, I I can I can <laughs> top that. Oh, uh, there's people like that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then there's somebody else that's like at they a game, and you're like, okay, I'm not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, see, I would like I see, I see that I see what yeah. they're doing, and I think I can I think I can use the same same ingredients. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Yeah. And I want to get there. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> but, sure. But yeah, man, it's 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 and it's like it's a um, once you get the first laugh, mm-hmm. that the nervousness goes away, and it's like an immediate high that's like above any drug that you can ever take. Damn, everybody that's, that's laughing at the same time. Is amazing. Isn't that an incredible, incredible feeling? That's almost just having everyone on your side. Because all we ever want in life is like appreciation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like to be like, thank you, thank you. Like we just want to say thank you for because we worked hard on what we're doing, and, and yeah. people are like, hey, great job, and or like they laugh and they they give you some sort of like credit. It's like, oh, thank God. You know yeah, I, mean? I do a good joke, and everybody like, oh, I just go, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys! Thank you so much for the laughter. But here's the funny thing: after that, fir- <laughs> after that, it's funny that you say after that first joke. <laughs> I was just seeing if he, I, how much I had. Jay, Jay just shaved his beer. He's like, "More, please, <laughs> <laughs> please, sir. What's can I chick? have another? Do you want one more? I'll take one more. All right, talk to me while I when I go to the fridge. Yeah, man. So, um, comedy. It's something, and I want I want a lot of you guys out there to stop being so damn sensitive nowadays. I follow uh, Leslie Jones on Instagram, and she was like, "Hey, look, we we comedians, we tell jokes. This is what we do. If you think you're gonna be sensitive or be offended, thank you for the beer. Uh, be offended by something. Don't go to a comedy club or do." Do, or or do 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 go to a comedy it's club. Don't be uptight. Because you know what? Get ready times, to laugh. Yeah, you know, it. a lot of times comedians do go kind of far. Let's open at the same time. Ready? One, two. I was oh. still off. Yeah, you were, that was terrible. A lot of comedians, yeah, they do kind of, they do go kind of far. But I'm the type of person where I think if you can laugh at pain, you can laugh. You can laugh away the pain. You can laugh away this sort of like serious. Or, or, or this dark cloud that's held over, you know, America at times. I think comedians are are sort of the outlet to express the 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 com the the comedic side of everything that we're going through. Mm. And you know, I think I think if a comedian at the end of the day has the right intentions in their heart, and they truly believe that everyone can just have a good time. And and be able yes. to express themselves. I think that's a good comedian because yeah, you yeah. could say stuff that's a little. I don't want to say offensive because everyone's going to be offended by something. You know what I mean? There's billions of people. Everyone's going to be offended by everything. But I think, I think comedians do have a sort of the, the leg room to stretch. Uh, you know, stretch the the or push the envelope. They have that. They have that sort of. Um, they have that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, Dumpson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no. That's <laughs> they, they. They they almost have like the the the, the pass to do that because I think it's our way to exp- it's our way to express you know 
the 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 good, the bad, and the ugly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a, a good way to, way to put a reflect. Art yeah. is just an imitation of reality. Yeah, and it's a good form of art that mm-hmm. that puts a mirror up mm-hmm. into everybody's faces. Is mm-hmm. is also you know telling you like it is. Yeah, but just in a, a funny way. Mm-hmm. It's like. Can't be offended at too many jokes. Now, mm-hmm. if if a comedian go up there and just say "nigga, nigga, nigga" all the time, I'm like, "All right, hold on." Now. <laughs> yeah, take black or white, though. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, where the jokes, motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're just doing, I, it's it's like the same thing. I think with with a lot of people who do comedy, even improv, like if there's this, I think it's called blue humor when all you ever do is talk about sex and and like you just curse yeah. a lot. It's just not funny. It's not. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to have like you need to relate to the audience. Just talk about shit that you and your boys talk about. No, talk about stuff that people want to hear about. You know, what is this what is the older woman in the third row want to think might be funny? Or what is this, what is the guy in the back who think might, you know, well, who cares about the guy? If he's white and a male, who gives a fuck? <laughs> he's going to laugh at everything. He's got no problems. <laughs> America gives a fuck. <laughs> That's what he's going to say. If you were black, then they would. <laughs> so let me tell you, man. Let me ask you. What's what's your what are your like what are, what are some of your what's your most of your material about? A lot of my material is uh, I'm trying to get more. I'm still learning, mm-hmm. so don't get this. Oh, we all. You're gonna, yeah. Don't you're gonna get keep, it twisted. Dude, my I think parents just, are still oh. learning. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get to to Chappelle. I'm trying to get to hell yeah, bro. Uh, Eric Andre Hill. I'm trying to oh, get Eric's to any, any one of the mm-hmm. level. But yeah, man, I'm so I'm <clears throat> trying to work on a vulnerable vulnerability. Yeah, now. I can't. It's hard to say that word without sounding drunk. Vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerability. You're drunk after one and a half beers. Vulnerability. Say <laughs> vulnerability. You tell me that, don't say. Dude, but the ah, <laughs> but uh, another word. Uh, uh, judicial system. Judicial, judicial system. Judicial. You can't say that without. You know what's another one? When someone's like, "Oh, I, I was just working on a video. I was editing, editing, editing. It. I was editing. I got to edit it, editing, editing, edit, edit. I was editing, but yeah, man. Um, yeah. I, uh, what was it? I what's your it, material about? Yeah, it's. A, I'm trying to be more vulnerable, so I'm trying to talk. More about the stories that happened to me while I was out here. Mm-hmm. Um, stories about ha- what happened to me back in the day. And the frustrations that I go through mm-hmm. day in on day out. Uh, like, one of the jokes I'm, um, I got was, like, I went to San Francisco. And I realized there wasn't nothing but Priuses out there. I said, mm-hmm. if any dude from the hood get a Prius, then the drive-bys will be crazy. <laughs> there would <will> be... <laughs> If a dude from the hood got a Prius and a silencer, 25 people could die and nobody would know who it is. All you hear is... Yeah, they'll never look for the guy in the blue Prius. They'll look for the guy in the blue Prius. You might as well just With get... With no tin yeah, on it. Yeah. Uh, uh, driving, driving, driving a Prius is more incognito than having a car that's like in camouflage. Exactly. Like, I think of Batman... If Batman was was real today, he would just drive a Prius because no one would ever find him. 
Especially in Los Angeles. If you drove a gray Prius, Batman would get away with he everything. He would get away like, with it. We lost him. We'll never find him. He's, he's in the, he, what is he in? I think he's in a Prius. Off. Oh, just forget it. Just let him, let him he's do his thing. He's going to outrun all of he's us in that battery everything. operated thing. But also, if Batman had a Prius, he'd be obligated to be Uber at the same time. <laughs> you got a Uber with Batman. <laughs> Give me five stars. You'd have to send I'm the giving back, you though. four. Yeah. <laughs> Give me five stars. You're kind of rude, Batman. Give me five stars. God dang it. It's you'd going to, to three. Yeah. You'd have to sit in the back, though, because Robin's always in the front. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's let's get into the next topic. Um, it's my favorite thing to talk about. The reason why I the reason why I kind of created this podcast, because I want to talk about movies. I want to talk about books. And I want to talk about music. Man, I thought you were about to say the economy and government. I'm about to walk. The oh, that's, ab- that's after this. Oh. <laughs> just, just wait. So uh, let's talk about film because I love, 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 love movies. That's why I became an actor. Woo-hoo! I think I think movies is is a is such a, a, a terrific artistic form to. I think movies can create change. I think movies can create emotions, you know, in people. Before we dive into this, the theater part of me saying, hey, people, do not let theater die. Mm -hmm. It is really, really good. It's the interaction between Mm -hmm. an audience and live Mm -hmm. performance. Live theater is is something magical. I don't think live theater will ever die, honestly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Performing yeah. in front of an audience is the is best feeling in the, the world. The best feeling yeah. ever. And I think anyone who's never see movies, anyone who's never gone to a live theater. show, like a theater, like anyone who's mm. never gone to a, a play, go to a play. Please go to a play. Plays, Please go to. A they play. have you know they're they're they have that feeling of that that stereotype of like it's boring, it's it's silly. No no no, plays are great. No. You know, they're not no, all they're not all that great. But but <laughs> I think it's some out there. Yeah, you, some out there. Read that, before you you <laughs> yeah, go to yeah. it. Research the play first, you know, because I've even I myself had gone to plays like we waste our fucking time with this. <laughs> but no, I think I think that that's a, that's a great. I'm glad you're here because that's a great. Besides movies, like yeah. watching going to watch plays is is an amazing this, experience. This, I I kick myself in the butt because yeah. I still haven't seen Hamilton. I want to see all the. Oh yeah, ladies. for sure. When's the last and play you Lion saw? Lion King. Oh, you've never seen Lion King. I never Oh man, I should. I'm, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna buy you tickets for. You. When's your birthday? Oh, your birthday was last it month. Just passed. Yep. Your birthday was July last month. July the 31st, 1985, was one of the best days that ever came to the history of America. Oh because yeah. Why is that? Little baby Jaron oh, was born. I thought you were gonna say something cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was. But uh, plays aside, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about film because I love like b- plays are great, but movies I love. Love. Who did you just say? <laughs> He's an a hole. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm an a hole. He's an a hole. That's love, that's a man. given. I even told you, hey, what's up, man? I'm Chris. I'm an asshole. <laughs> just you know, I have to tell people I'm right the- off the bat because if not, they're just like this guy is. Half the time, people are like, "Is this guy an asshole, or am I just in there?" <laughs> like, no, I like no, 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 no. It's not. Don't worry. I no, I am that's, an asshole. But yeah. that's that's the thing when you. See, he said uh, really about when when he, when he met me. When yeah. I met him, yeah. when he came into there, I was like, uh, "Who is this guy?" It was a guy before him named. Uh, yeah, that guy was. Uh, don't say his he, last name. Yeah, and don't say the restaurant say we work at because no. then he'll know. He, but he wasn't. He was an a hole. So when Chris came in, I was like, "Oh my goodness, here we go." And then I realized he thought he's, I was just some punk ass he's, kid. He's. A, I always every time. I did a lot of temp jobs back in Memphis, so every time I go to a new place to work at, 
I look for the funny guy and I get with them and we just make jokes. When I realized that you was just as funny, I was like, oh yeah. Hell yeah. I'm glad he's here. God damn. <laughs> we need... <laughs> no working here today. <laughs> <laughs> it makes, laughter makes the day brighter yeah, yeah. and goes faster. But Dude, yes, film. Yeah. Yeah. Film. Films. Movies. Movies. Television. Television. Hollywood flicks. Do you want to be a star? That's perfect. So, I like to ask the guests, talk about either your favorite movie, or how about this? Let's talk about your favorite movie, the last movie you saw, and the worst movie you've ever seen. All right. I smoke a lot of marijuana, so we're going to have to remind myself. But, okay, my favorite movie, a lot of people in theater at hated me for saying this because sure. a lot of people would be like yeah anything Meryl Streep did your favorite movie can be the Meg I'm fine with that <laughs> <laughs> I don't care oh, there's no judging here my <laughs> yeah, there's favorite, no judging here. favorite movie is um... can I guess because yes. you told me House Party that was one of them. One of them? Okay. My favorite That's good. is... That's how you know I'm a good friend. That's I like know, the second. Yeah. Okay, House Party. Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights! That's what it was. Yeah. Damn. All right, who's, the, who's in the cast? Red Fox. You got uh, Eddie Murphy. You got yeah. Richard Pryor. You got the late Della Reese. Dude, that Rest is an all-star all cast right I there. I loved it. I'm, I'm going to tell you the reasons why I'm going to be truthful. Oh, please, <laughs> please. Let's hear about it, man. Let's hear about it. I, the reason was, one, it was so funny. Two, yeah. it was based like in the 20s where black people was getting their ass handed to them. Oh, but it's, they it's, was, I, I didn't know it was based in the 20s. Yeah. Well, not 20s. The 50s. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. well, that's a but huge still. difference. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then I, I ass was getting handed to us in the 50s, but... These um, cunning, beautiful black people, they outsmarted not only the police, but the mob as well. And I freaking loved it about that film. And it's so, it's so based hilarious. in the 50s, what year did it come out? Um, around, I want to say it's gotta around be late the 80s, 80s, right? Yeah, yeah. like 86, around 87. The 80s. Eddie Murphy was popping then. Yeah. He was playing quick. Yeah, yeah. Movie. He That was his SNL years probably mm-hmm. still, right? Yeah. Arsenio Hall was in it. Um, Whitley from um, A Different World. What's mm-hmm. her name? With her fine self. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. still love her to this let's day. Let's see. Let's look it up. So I want to ask you something. A lot of people talk about this. Do you think that Eddie Murphy today is a different sort of person, comedian? Because he, a lot of people say, oh, it's because he grew up. In that world, like grew up, but he was he was so invested in like the celebrity world mm-hmm. that that he's almost like not not like he's not really fitting it into this sort of millennial uh, uh, wave that we've getting now. Like, because sure. I like for example, I think Chappelle is is transitioning beautifully into this new generation. Uh, I think um, you know Will Smith is transitioning beautifully oh, yeah. into this generation. Why do you think Eddie Murphy is kind of quieted down? Do you think he's he, and I'm not saying like, oh, you need to be an artist for the rest of your life. I'm just I, I Eddie Murphy's one of the b- kings of all time mm-hmm. and for whatever be. Why do you, do you think he's he kind of he's staying quiet because <clears throat> he's like I'm tired, I'm done, I'm retired? Or do you think it's like he's he's the 80s 
in nineties was kind of like his time. Oh no, man! Once once you got that funny, mm-hmm. once you funny, you always, you always funny. funny. Yeah, I think and so it too. never goes away. I think so too. I, I've heard it. Uh, I abs- I I tr- so a whole wholeheartedly believe in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once it's natural, it's there. Yeah, and I've heard well I, because I look at stuff on YouTube mm-hmm. that um, Kevin, I think it was Kevin Hart or somebody said that they was at a dinner. And it was like Kevin Hart, there was uh, Dave Chappelle there, Eddie Murphy was there, and it was some more comedians that was there. And they said out of everybody, of all these legendary comedians, Eddie Murphy was the one that was the funniest. Yeah, he's great, man. He's he's absolutely... That man could come out right now. I think he just don't want to. <laughs> actually, I'm looking this up. Yeah, I think he's yeah. just like, guys, look. I've I've given you a, I've given yeah. you what I got. I've given you everything. He's been in the fourth now, for years. Now I'm gonna go live on top of this this mountain of mine this and watch icon, watch yeah watch over the earth. Status. Yeah, I'm gonna watch over the earth. I'm gonna protect all of you. So shut up and, and I will enjoy. Come down when I want to. Could He's I, actually in the film right now. What what film? It's like uh, I think it's based off of Dolomite, the legendary pimp. Shout out to Dolomite. Wow. Shout out to Uncle Snow. That's incredible. Well, good for him. Yeah. Could I say something? Um, Harlem Nights was directed by Eddie Murphy. Look at, look at that. Harlem Nights was mm. written, written by <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Look at what? He wrote and directed this movie. What? Yeah. I did not even know that. You didn't? Well, now you do. Wow. Isn't look that at crazy? Eddie. Look, look at, at that. Eddie. What a he's jack of all trades, man. Goodness he is. Crazy. He is amazing. Now, I don't think they did it, they did that good in the box office, but I don't care. About oh, that's okay. Office. All the good ones never good, do. Yeah, it was a good. Except Please for Jurassic watch. World: Fallen Kingdom. Oh, what? <laughs> you didn't like it? No, I loved it. Oh, okay. No it one, did, it did, no it one did, liked it? that movie. No one liked. No it. No one liked it. I Dude. liked it. I'm okay, cool. okay. For anyone who wants to, anyone who's interested in like uh movie, any any movie lovers out there. There's a app called Letter. There's a, a website or an app called Letterboxd. It's basically Yelp for movie lovers, and they rate movies. So I go on that. It's, it is like my bible for for film. <laughs> and every time a film comes out, I go straight to that. So uh, Letterboxd rated Jurassic World out of five stars. Let me see what they put. Um, it wasn't that bad. I I, mean, I enjoyed it. Like, I really. What else do you want? They I got know, dinosaurs. Exactly. They got a volcano eruption. Out of five they stars, got... they've they they gave it two point seven. What? Yes. Look right here. Oh my god. Two point seven. What? I I enjoyed it. I am I'm. You can ask anyone. Me and Rachel talked about it in our first podcast. But one of my favorite movies of all time, Jurassic Park. Yes. Obviously, yes. anyone who grew up in that time. Great movie. Jurassic Park. Cute. Jurassic Park two is so great. Jurassic Park three was not good, but it's still a fun movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Jurassic World was good. Was not was not the best of the Jurassic Parks, but it was still a fun movie. Yeah. And then Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom came out, and everyone's like, "This movie sucks. This is block. This is a blockbuster like asshole eaten like film. Like no one gives a shit about it." I liked it. I thought it was a fun movie. It was cool, but go ahead. It was, it was. You could have kept talking because it was one movie that Disney came out with that really, really bombed, and they put a bunch load of money what, in what, it. Was it recently? It was, it was no. It was like around two thousand twelve, two thousand 
2013, Do you maybe. Name? It was like uh, what was some dude's name. It was uh, it was based out in space, and like some dude went over this to this planet and helped them out. Mars needs mo- Mars needs moms. No, it was I don't like Alex. Was it was it Al- animation or? Mm-mm. Was it live action? It was kind of it was live action, kind of Star oh, Warsy. Oh yes, you're talking and about. Like, uh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I hold, really on, hold, saw on, hold on, hold on, movie hold on, hold on. Yeah, that movie did terrible. It um, did. Yeah, that's right. And you know what's so funny? People said it was bad because of the title. Because it was just the guy's name. Yeah! It was like John something. Yeah! John. I want to say Alexander so bad, but it's not. I don't think that's it. No, it's not John. It's one of those like... Oh, you know what's a good movie? Now that I... I, For some reason it came up. Hancock. Hancock was a good movie. Yes. A lot of people were like, yeah, it's fine. A lot of of people didn't like Hancock because it was a, a... one of the black superheroes that we had that we kind of don't look at because he was drunk. He was like, you give mm-hmm. us a black superhero and now he drunk as hell. Mm-hmm. That's why we so happy. We got I thought it was, like, I was, I was just, uh, watching clips from it the other day. It's a cool movie. It's a, it's, it's a, a cool really movie. neat concept. Right? It really is. Yeah. Um, the hero, right? I'm going to keep looking up the John movie, but, uh, oh, okay. Man, so that's your man. Harlem Knights. Great choice. Yes. Absolutely. Anyone who's and behind seen it? that is house party. Yeah, House Party. Party. What's the last movie you saw? Um, I think it was uh Denzel Washington's Equalizer Two. Oh, what'd you think? It was good. It I was mean, good. Denzel could do a movie about him boo booing in the in the stall, and I'll watch it. And that boy could do anything. <laughs> he could be fixing the air conditioning in one of his movies. <laughs> Denzel Washington portrays an air conditioner construction guy. Oh, really? What the hell he's gonna do? I why do you think? Uh, why do you think it's like not super popular right now? Well, Equalizer two. I thought it was. I thought it did pretty good. Let's, okay, let's check. Let's check Letterbox right now. <laughs> I thought it Equalizer. did pretty. Equalizer. If not, then hey y'all, y'all need to go see Equalizer two. It's pretty good. Um, well, the Equalizer from like two thousand fourteen got three point two stars. That's not too bad. Ain't too bad. If I had a choice of seeing one of the two, which one would I see? One or two? Have you seen both? Uh, I think you see should see the first. The first one, yeah. I, I, it looks like the first one did. There's nothing good. There's nothing better like the first. That's cool, man. Well, I like Denzel. So, Home Alone um, One was better than Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> and home, we're what, not going to even we talk about, about three. the other day that you said you did not like Home Alone Three. I enjoyed Home Alone Three, Bruh, Home Alone Three I know came out. I'm like, who is this kid? I, I don't know. know him. I liked it. I don't have a relationship. I liked it. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Why it was like I, it was like these weird important? Russian spies who were trying yeah. to get to his house. Who yeah. are these guys? These are not the sticky I, bandits. You know what? At the time where I, you know what? You were older than I was. Maybe when I saw it, I was like, because when you're a kid, any movie is like, well, this is great. These moving pictures are really getting me right now. You talking about comedy? The first time I got a really good laugh was from Home Alone when uh, uh what's his name? Larry got shocked. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, well, when you have when you have I forget the other guy's name, but Joe Pesci and Joe the Pesci. guy who played Larry, I forget his name. Forgive me. Those actors were the perfect, the perfect guys because yeah. they were funny. And you know mm. what? They were like Joe Pesci is is scary. You know what I mean? So that's why he it's is. like it's good because he 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 scary originates from like a mob mentality. He's mm-hmm. got like that. He was in Casino. He's got like that gangster sort of. Like real guy, exactly. 
scariness, you know what I mean? So that's why it was good. But yeah, no, those yeah, when he gets shocked. Oh my goodness. Oh, it's hilarious. So Actually, when I think about my first laugh, like my belting like laugh when I was a kid, I think I think when I saw Austin Powers. Ah, yeah. nice. Yeah, those were good. Those were really good movies. <laughs> you know he's still he's still working. Oh, of course, Mike yeah. Well, he's doing that game work. show. Yeah, he's doing No one really show. knows if it's him or not because he's got that those prosthetics on. <laughs> By the way, I found the the movie John Carter. John Carter. That was it. That's the name. It came man. out in 2012. Oh, it, it was got, horrible. It was, it's rated 2.7 stars on Letterboxd. But yeah. That doesn't make any sense. It was yeah. horrible. They spent so much money. Do you on think that. that's the worst movie you've seen? The worst movie I've seen? Yeah. I know which movie that I'm the most angry with. Mm-hmm. And he, I will say, I think, uh, I don't know, I can't remember the name of his most recent one but he did a good job in the most recent one m night Shyamalan did oh yeah the village yeah and that would that pissed me to hell why i'm glad i didn't go to the movie theater why the, he it always... is a weird it is a weird i remember i saw that movie i saw it i think i was like 17 18 no i must have been younger i was probably like 15 i remember thinking like what's going on <laughs> what is this why is this happening Exactly, and then by the end you like, really, bruh? Yeah, that was the oh, biggest that's, really, that's bruh, the twist ever. You're gonna do that, really, bruh? Yeah, just what you doing? That's the thing, man. And like Shyamalan came out with like his break, not his breakout, but like the movie that everyone talks about. Obviously, the six was it Six Sense? Six Sense, oh yeah, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then he had the Village. What was first, the Village or the Woman from the Water? Did you ever see that one? I seen. I think I seen it like once in my life. That one was. That one it was, was okay. Cool. That one was cool. I liked it that. Cool. Paul Giamatti was great. I liked how he uses Bryce Dallas Howard a lot. She's really. She's really talented. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World. She's good in Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I she think that was his. Job. That's when he started to kind of drift into like weird films because he did. He did The Village, which was like strange. And then what was that movie, The Happening? Remember with with Mark Wahlberg. And Zoe Deschanel, oh, yeah. where everyone was dying, and it turned out that it was like yeah. the trees were killing people or something. <laughs> was that was the, a twist. Yeah. Oh man, I forget yeah. all about that. Yeah. Oh snap! Yeah, I yeah. remember this. Yeah, that was. Ter- I heard. Oh, I never saw it, but everyone always talked about how terrible that movie was. It was horrible. And it was just like boring, and it was just like, what the it fuck is so going boring. on? Yeah. And then he messed up Avatar: The Airbender. I know, and that's that's when and people were just it. like, that's when people gave up on Shyamalan. They were like, dude, yep. forget it. But the Forget last one, it. what's the last one? He the last one he did. Oh, he did two other ones that were pretty good, but I don't think he promoted. Oh, and then he did the one with Will Smith's son. Remember Last Earth or something like that? That one was that one was okay. I, I saw it. I was like, yeah, this isn't bad. I, like, I mean, yeah. I dig this. This is kind of cool. But yeah, a lot of people talk shit about it. Shout out to Jaden Smith. He just came out with uh, Sire, which is a good album. Here's the thing, man. A lot of people tell me he's got great music. I've listened yeah. to some of it. Yeah, here's music's pretty great. Yeah, good good for him. A lot of people give him shit. I, I hope he's doing okay. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times a lot of people give like young artists, millennials, who are kind of like in this kind of coming of age artist, they give him a lot of shit because, you know, I guess they do a lot of stupid stuff. But mm-hmm. but you know what? They work hard, man. Yeah. You know? Shout out to that, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. Good for him. He... Right, uh, uh, apple from the apple that didn't fall too far from the tree. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Man, his dad I knew obviously this had something talented. to do with the apple. And you know what? <laughs> you know, he, like he still has got his name out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's still doing good for himself. Yeah. Um, 
But I yeah, kind of steered Shyamalan. it away. My bad. No, uh, it's okay. We've steered away constantly to this podcast. This is actually the longest podcast so far. This might go to like for an reals? hour. Yeah, because I, I usually try to keep it under an hour, but this might go for an hour and a half. Let's go. Let's fucking do it. Balls to the wall. All right, you need to leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm work. I would like to do voiceover work one of these days. Yeah, one day I'll just have you over. We just do voices. How about that? <laughs> we'll just do voices. Yeah. Once this podcast takes off, we'll yeah. just, When we have enough people to listen, we'll just be like voices. We'll just do. Jaron's gonna come and do voices. Some some voice voice producer gonna you gotta, you gotta, be like, gotta, oh my god. You we gotta found re- them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how we. That's how we get found. Just two guys doing weird voices. <laughs> Um, but, but before we, we move on, because I, I like you, you and like, you're the first person where I can talk about film a lot because we're, we're both like really in, engulfed in like films and television. Let's talk about Luke Cage. Cause that's a show I, I got into recently yes. and I really liked it a lot. Yes. Um, what's your, what's your thought about season one and two? I loved it. I mean, yeah. any, that anytime is a brother whooping ass, I'm pretty much I, into I go, yeah. it. Yeah. Because before all we had was blank man. Hello. Blank man, yeah. meteor man. Yeah. We had to make our own. So. Do, you, do you? Is it? Is it really like? Do you honestly consider? And and I and I agree with you, but I'm asking you because you know we're different, d- different people. Yeah, yeah. Do you consider? He's white and I'm black. Everybody. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's... He's just, white guy. Just, I'm black. just in case. Uh... <laughs> He's gay and I like JJ. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Even though I had my fiance on, my, my, my female fiance on the first episode. Nothing wrong with gay people. Yeah. I love gay people. Yes. Um, do you really style. consider like uh, Luke Cage to be one of those shows that really shook the ground for for television for like culture reasons, like how black people? Oh are? yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think, I mean, any... Like, compared to, like, other shows where it's, like, a lead... Like, because it... Like, 95% of the cast is all African-American. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and, I mean, it's kind of like when that, that that recent movie that came out, like, Crazy Rich, a- Crazy Rich Asians. Shout out to that movie. I yeah. heard it was good, too. Oh, it's great. Go see it. Go I see need it. to go see that. Yeah. But um, a lot of people were saying that movie, like, shook ground because it's the first all, like, Asian cast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, I totally agree. But is Luke Cage, would that be considered, like, for... Because I, I don't know. I, was there not other shows where... Um, I mean, we had miniature, like... But it's the first one that shook show the ground, wise, huh? Show-wise, when it came down to, like, a uh, 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 hero... Yeah, no, yeah. We didn't have that many. We had, like, Blade? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what it is, because it's, like, we show, like... we sh- We're showing a, we're showing a, uh, a, like, an African-American. But not only that, but... He's like a superhero, and he's yeah. like doing. And he's in yeah. the hood. Yeah, that's a, and he's that's, in the hood. That's, yeah, that's one. That's one prominent yeah. thing. It's a great right show, and that's like that's what like like that's what people talked about when when Black Panther came out, and they yes. were like, "This is this does so much for the cult, like for the African American culture." I'm like, I agree, but I'm like, wasn't there other stuff? Was I'm like, there was other stuff, yeah. but it wasn't to this magnitude. This Black Panther like mm-hmm. shoved African and culture right into mm-hmm. the face mm-hmm. of people like look at look at this this yeah. is where they from and yeah. this is beautiful and this is love and look look mm-hmm. at it yeah, you know? yeah. he's look not a yeah. he's not a vampire that's yeah. killing people with a sword yeah, yeah. And living with old white guy yeah I, not... did 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 uh 
Black Panther, did he, does he have like that Batman mentality where it's like, don't, we can't kill, we just have to, we have to do yeah. good? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't like, believe in killing like that. Yeah, don't, don't kill anyone. We just, we, we'll take our victims, but we, we can't kill. We mm-hmm. need, yeah, okay, everyone lives. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm down with that. Did he kill, did he, spoiler alert for anyone who, who's didn't Uh-oh. see, did he, does he kill, kill Monger? I think he did. Does he kill him? How does he, how does he die? No. Did he get stabbed by himself? Did he fall? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. I know they was it. I can see because I know they he gets stabbed. Last... Yeah. Does he? Fall? I don't think he dies. Because I heard he's coming back. He, no, Killmonger does die. He he he. he, he, he I, he was I heard he's coming back. back too, but he might come back like because remember it's like a spiritual world, so he might come yeah. back as like a spirit, or he might come back as like the un because you know how like technically t'challa dies and they bring him back with like the 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 black panther like serum like Mm -hmm. the flower yeah so maybe they can do it like that but maybe but remember when you die you you don't come back the same you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so he could just be like pure evil as well i mean i guess he was still evil or he can he can be a different memory i don't know i'm assuming it's gonna be the same thing but um bury me with the ancestors that jump from the ships because they knew Freedom was better than enslavement. I think I got that quote wrong, but it's but in that the was vicinity. that is like <laughs> that is like ninety seven percent in the accurate. vicinity. I ain't that, it was, that was his last words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. It, that wasn't it, but it was in the vicinity. Yeah, yeah. I almost got it right. Yeah, but no, he does. He does but die. Yeah. He does. He does die. And it does a good job of empathizing with not only just the uh, hero, but mm-hmm. with the villain as well. Yeah, that's true. It was a great movie, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I can't remember if yeah. he killed him or not. If he, like if he fell on his on his sword, I know they was in like they had the last fight was in the train. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to say they did. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he was definitely there with him. Smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last movie you saw like really high? What's the last movie you saw really high and you and you were like, this is the best movie ever? Uh, the last really the the last movie I remember. saw really high. Mm-hmm. Was Doctor Strange, and I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Somebody said, "Hey, get high as hell and watch Doctor Strange." I did that, and I tripped balls. Yeah, and then I kind of fell asleep because yeah. it, it lacked some stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good movie, but it's kind of slow at some points. Yeah, I'm the last have to movie watch I, I smoked for Logan. Did you see Logan? Oh, did you make it through? Oh, I made it through every. But the thing is that it was like a good high. So like that movie was amplified for me. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. I was like, holy crap! Because I didn't know it was so good. Oh, so I didn't know it was gonna be like that gruesome. I didn't know it was gonna be like that deep. And mm-hmm. oh, I was like, what? This is the best movie I've ever seen. Well, it was it was like Marvel said, you know what? We don't give a fuck. We yeah. don't let them cuss. We yeah. don't let them Marvel fuck. was like, guys, we get, <laughs> Marvel was like, we've given so many PG thirteen X Men movies. Yeah. Can we just give you like a badass Wolverine? Like that's what we want. We want a mm-hmm. badass Wolverine movie, and that's exactly what it was. This man got these claws, and yeah. we never seen him slice somebody's yeah, real like, case. He's really like it's time. <laughs> like a guy with like metal claws that comes like that could be really. That's terrible. Oh, you know if I, mean? I had metal claws, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my God. My Lord. I would be slicing a lot of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So let's move on to to books. What have you been reading, buddy? I need to read more. What are you uh, reading now? I'm still stuck on the power of positivity. Okay. So you're on a, one of those but, uh, motivational, yeah, like motivational self-help books. Try to get your mind right. Mm-hmm. Uh books. And it, it's it's a good read. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they got a lot of stories in it of positivity of how people then came from. One of the uh, stories was uh, the guy that invented the faith of the mustard seed necklace. And he was down on his luck. His company was pretty much about to kick him out. He was about to get fired. He had a lot of, lot of situations going bad. And they had like, um, I think his wife found a mustard seed. And he remembered the Bible verse that if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, then you can move mountains. And he used that and up uh, putting it as a little capsule and he carried it with him and life started getting better with him through, throughout his uh, career. He ended up selling it as a necklace and right now he's making bank off of it. Really? And he's doing wonderfully well. So, Who's the writer and, of the book? Oh! I is it the guy? Is name. it the guy that that who with the with the necklace? Is it based no. on his story? Oh, okay. No, that was just one of the many, many, uh, many, many stories that they have mm-hmm. in there. And then I come come to find out there's more than one po- power of positivity book. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so it's I like a, there's different uh different chapters or different uh different. I guess so. <clears throat> different segments of it, I guess. Yeah, but it's it's it's. It's a good read. I'm trying to uh, finish that so I can watch. Uh, what do you most? What do you not watch? Read. Read what? Uh, the Charlemagne one? the God's uh, Black Privilege. Oh, really? He's about to come out with another book, and I still haven't got on that one. So, what t- what type of books are you interested in? Well, what do you? What is stuff that? Uh, you... Something that I can relate to. I yeah. guess. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah, that's something. that's basically. And I, I kind of want to start reading some mysteries and stuff. Really? So like non like. So fiction? if you know any good mysteries. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't read a lot of mystery. I when I start like when I got heavily into reading, I started reading a lot of like uh, autobiographies, written by like a lot of uh, you know artists or comedians and stuff like that. Like um, Steve Martin has a great one called "Born Standing Up." You should probably read that one. It's really great. Yeah, oh, Steve it's a quick Martin read. is a legend. Yeah, Steve Martin's great. Yes, he's really sir. great. But yeah, he's got his. He wrote a book called "Born Standing Up," which is really great. I love that one. That okay. one. Uh, that that one I read it back in college, and I was like, "Oh, this is, wow, this is this is what I, this is what I should be reading." Like yeah. more biographies, autobiographies, you know, stuff about people's lives. And I was like, "This this really, yeah, it really it kind of kind of speaks to the soul," you know. And then there's another one I read that was really cool. It was um, the biography of a uh, Leonard Cohen. Yeah, who's a who's a like a folk artist from like the eighties, seventies, and passed away. I think I want to say like two years ago. But um, his his music was very influential in me and a lot of people. And it was it was his his life was very cool, man. Like he would travel to Greece right right there. That's that's what this podcast is is named. His his one of his his second album came out in the sixties. It was called Songs from a Room. Mm. One of his best albums. Anyone who hasn't listened to it, please listen to it. And um. Talks about his life, his career, you know, his struggles. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he experimented a lot with drugs and all that, obviously. But you know, as a lot of artists do, I I I experimented a little bit in college, you know, but not not as I become older in my art, you know. I, oh I, yeah, yeah, because it's like I I want to be able to stay like I don't know. I, it's as you become an adult, you become a little bit more grounded within yourself without having to take so many you know narcotics and all that. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. But uh, and then again, marijuana does help a lot. 
Yeah, and you 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 don't want to be around forty or fifty years old tripping balls on yeah. shrooms. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he did a lot in his twenties and thirties, obviously, but yeah, that's yeah. good, man. So, so yeah, you know, I think, uh, I think books like that can, and those books really do help, like those self help books, like those spirit, they do. those emotion, like those body, spirit, you know, mind, energy, mm-hmm. all that stuff. They, they're 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 really really great. So, what's the book called again? It's called uh, The Power of Positivity, mm-hmm. and it's by Norman Vincent Peale. I I looked him up. Uh, Related to Jordan Peele. Huh? <laughs> no. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. One's white, one's black. Vincent, yeah. I didn't know he was one the oldest. One has an Oscar, one doesn't. <laughs> That's all that matters. It, what, uh, I didn't know he was, um, I thought he was just a, a, a young white guy. He was like, I think he passed. Mm. I think he You thought he was like a, a recent professor who were just yeah, like, yeah, yeah i yeah. thought he was like uh some yeah. young, i wouldn't be surprised if this book fella. came out like in the 60s i think it did yeah a lot of those books do because because published of, in 1952 there you go there it is because a lot of you know at the end of the day whatever you're going through like body mind spirit like we're all like humans have been the same for millions of years you know what i mean well not millions of years but hundreds of years humans have been the same and so we're we've always been dealing with these things you know whether it be the 1900s you know whether it be 1950s, oh, yeah. 2000s, you know, we're all human and we're all going through the same things. You know what I mean? The only, the hard part is just adapting to the world that we're, we're, we're given now. You know what I mean? Because there's so many things that are happening faster than ever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, a body is a, is a, is a natural organic organism. So we're going to react the same way we had hundreds of years ago. But we're only going to react to different things now. So the body and the mind never changes. We're just going to have to adapt to the world. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, it's I a think... lot to do with adaptability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you have to just adapt to the situation that you dealt And you know what I what I learned recently, like in the last few years, I would say even the last year, which was a kind of, you know, you kind of learn the hard way, is the best way to to move forward and to be like this adult, this sort of, uh, you know, this, this person that you strive to be is to really just let your ego down. Like not let your ego down, but put your ego aside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Forget about what you need and, and, and you having to be the most important person. It's like you, you are the most important person in your head because at the end of the day, you yourself is important. You yourself is the most important person in your life. You have to think of yourself that way. But you can't put everything you, – you, you have to put your ego aside to let other people sort of – other people sort of coming into your heart, you know, coming co- come into your world without – Unless having... you're Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye West, everything's about you. Ego worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, like, man. If but you I gotta... used to have like a short temper. I used to get upset all the time yeah. because this guy did this or this person did that. This person – and it's like, you know what? I don't know this person. I don't care. It's fine. Like it's a little bit of letting your ego aside and a little, and, and the negative part is a little bit of just not giving a fuck, man. Because it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you just have to be like, Hey man, it's cool. You just have to be like, you know what? Life, life goes on. Yeah. It's this it. thing that we got called, uh, I'm grown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grown. I ain't got time for this. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta be an adult, man. You gotta be a good adult. A lot of people are, there's grown, a lot of man. adult children out there that need to get their shit straight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All right, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, we're almost an hour and a half in, so let's talk about Woo! let's 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 uh, let's talk about music real quick. 
Music. Let's Let's talk talk about music. Music Music of our hearts. Music of our minds. Music of our hearts. And this is where the podcast ends. Oh, nice. Oh, it got sweet at the end, man. You, <laughs> we, we work at a place where we have we get to choose our music, like playing in the in the restaurant. Yeah. And kind of, sort of. Yeah, and you <laughs> you sing a lot to, to the Like, you sing a lot to, like, uh, like 60s, 70s. Like, the other day I played Aretha Franklin. You were singing uh, along with Aretha. You were singing mm-hmm. along with uh, Sam Cooke. Yeah. You were singing along with Ray Charles. Like you, you love you love old old country music. It's it's to a point where old I soul, always old soul music, I should say. <laughs> yeah, I grew up on it. Yeah, yeah. So My dad I. used to uh, always. He still to this day sings mm-hmm. to a point where you know it was getting annoying to me. I'm like, God dang, Dad, you sing? My parents do not sing at all. But <laughs> at all, if they did, I'd be like, What are you? But doing? that's the thing. When I got older, I realized I'd rather hear him sing than not sing at all. That's so wow. That's beautiful. Anything. Wow. Yeah. So and that real deep. That got real deep. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes that's how it can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where I get from. That's what I get from him. Mm -hmm. I just I sing a lot to a point where I'm like, why people ain't telling me to shut the hell up? I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I I don't think I really got a good voice. Yeah. But I just like. I just like singing. I like. I, I think you have a great voice, actually, and oh, and and you. it makes the place. It makes the the work kind of. Uh, it makes it. It's kind of a cozy kind of setting now when you sing. It's nice. Yeah. But um, so yeah. Besides besides the old soul, besides that old kind of like yeah, I guess old man music. Oh yeah, no, I want to say old man music because <laughs> I I like that's like that's the music classics. I love. Yeah, like, cla- I mean, I Motown classics. classics. I remember the first time I asked you like, what type of music do you listen to? And I'm not gonna lie, I thought you were gonna say like, oh, I don't know, I like a little bit of everything, you know, J Cole. I like some of the new, you know, uh, I like uh, maybe sure you can say Kanye. I don't know, it could have been anything. I wouldn't even be surprised if you'd be like, yeah, I like. I don't know. Imagine dragons, anything. And that's you a said, bum name. Yeah. You thought of it. The what? Uh, that's a bum name. Imagine for dragons. A, imagine yeah, dragons. It rhymes and it's like oh, I a bum imagine. name. Yeah. Oh, I don't like Imagine Dragons. You don't like the name Imagine Dragons? I guess the name is fine, but I don't. I don't nice. like the band. I don't think their music's any good. I liked them when they was with uh, Kendrick. They Kendrick's did like great. a couple songs. But you said I, I listened to. <laughs> My favorite artists are Biggie and Tupac, and I was like, "What?" Which is which is a great answer, but I didn't know you were gonna go back to the eighties. I like, I like, or the not, or I should say nineties. That's, that's early nineties. Yeah, I like, 90s, I like 90s. Biggie, Tupac. I like yeah. uh, A Ball, MJG, mm-hmm. uh, straight from straight from Memphis, Tennessee. I like uh, UGK. Mm-hmm. Shout outs to Bun B, Pimp C, rest in peace. Are these just words? Is this real thing? No, these are real. These are real things. Okay. UGK, Underground Kings, UGK. man. No, well, you know Outcast. Outcast? Ludacris. I don't like uh, Chris, Chris. What's his name? Chris Rogers, I think that's his name. Chris, you're thinking Mr. Rogers? No. <laughs> uh, Ludacris' is real name. That's what they're going to. Chris Bridges. Oh, oh maybe. Chris, people are going to, nowadays, the millennials are going to know him as Chris Bridges. Oh, he changed his name? It's not from, Ludacris anymore? It, it's still Ludacris, but. Not many people going. He don't he rap his that name. Much. That's ludicrous. 
But don't boom. 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 But yeah, he 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 goes. I'm pretty sure he still goes by Ludacris, but yeah. not many people go know does, him If he from changes rapping, his name, man. no one's going to go to a show. Like, I know I him from... See, a... I don't want to go see Chris Robinson in concert. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go see Ludacris. Chris Bridges. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, hey, hey, Ludacris was one of the beasts yeah. back in the day. Yeah, he was. He was Before he was racing cars, he was killing it. Oh, he used to race cars? Chris Lover Lover. Really? He was a radio host. When you think of uh, Ludacris, what's some of the songs that you remember? I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes, and I wanna move from the bed down to down to to the floor. When I wanna, you make it so good, I won't leave. So I gotta fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. That was a good time. That was a good. That was a. I don't know what happened to Shauna. Shout out to DTP. DTP. Hey, and uh, uh, two chains made it up out of it. He was known as a titty boy when he was in <laughs> Oh, man. He went from titty boy to two chains? I would have kept it titty boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Titty boy just rolls off the tongue. Two chains <laughs> is like, yeah, two chains. Two chains. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Titty boy. I would have stayed, stayed with titty boy. Mm-hmm. He was in a group called God, Pantasar. if that was my nickname, I would have been like, yep, that's my name, titty boy. <laughs> titty boy. That's ridiculous. I'm so glad that's not my nickname. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. I would have changed it to two chains real quick too. <laughs> <laughs> nowadays you can't yeah, you can't roll with Titty Boy nowadays. No way, no way. But yeah, so right now, if you could say right now, uh, music that even if it's just something recently you've been listening to, like just like if it's like not even that big of a deal, something it's like, Oh, this is catchy, this is cool. Any I've artists trying, recently? Uh I've been trying my best to get a lot of people on this guy because he's from Virginia, he's from the South. Mm-hmm. And he's a lyricist. His name is Nick Grant. Mm-hmm. Please, please, people, listen to some Nick Grant. Nick Grant. Nick what Grant. type of genre is he? He's a hip hop artist, mm-hmm. lyricist. So he's a, he he got some bars for you. Great man. man. How did you discover him? Through um, Breakfast Club. Oh, Breakfast. Breakfast if, Club. If for you guys who don't know, Breakfast Club is a podcast, which is really great. Mm-hmm. They're basically like a morning news show. Yep, and they talk about culture, uh, current events, music, you know, so kind of like this, you know. They interview people, but uh, they're 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 really great. I like them a lot too. They're they're awesome. Yeah, yeah. Listen to Breakfast Club, but that's great, man. Nick so, Grant. what was his name again? Nick Grant. Nick Grant. Yep. Check him out. That man. And is he is he recent or is he kind of is he a little? Older? Uh, he's he's still he's making on good his stuff? second album. All right, man. good. Well, good for him, man. And to plug my friend Steve McSwain. Steve McSwain, what's up, man? He is a uh, he is a battle rapper that is kicking ass right now. And, All right, uh, guys, if you haven't heard of him, else. Google or YouTube Steve McSwain and Darius and Darius, just Darius. Darius Five. I, I don't know if he's doing music. Well, you can't anymore. plug him if you don't know. <laughs> I think he's still doing music. He's doing uh, something. Well, just check him out. Check him out. <laughs> let's let's just support our old love to everyone out yeah, there. Yeah, I want. I ain't want to like plug a celebrity and then not plug my own people. <sighs> All right, well, let's go, let's let's start to wrap this up because we're on an hour and yeah. a half now. Wow. Right, so, yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's fluent. Um. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rush to these. Any current events you want to talk about? Anything that happened in your life lately? Uh, current events that happened to me. Yeah. Lately, uh, Six Flags was fun. I went to Six, Six Flags. Flags. The other When'd day. you go to there? Uh, that was like day four yesterday. It was Damn, really fun. Dude. I realized awesome. that I'm a roller coaster enthusiast. Isn't it? Aren't the roller coasters are freaking awesome? They fucking are. 
I, I, yeah, they're crazy, man. Man, they're crazy. And, um, and it also shows Six Flags also shows the beauty of the women that is here in LA. <clears throat> I have to read your shirt out loud. I honestly, you've been here for probably like three hours, and I have yes. not read your shirt till now. It says, "I hope you like animals because I'm a beast." <laughs> <laughs> It's a child's shirt. Yeah. It's like the shirt you see on people when they're like, Hello, when they're ladies. like, when their mom dresses them when they're like nine years old. <laughs> my, co- my cousin gave me this. That's a, that's an awesome shirt, man. I love that shirt. <laughs> that's great. That, that that shirt that that shirt honestly like resembles you so well. It's perfect. <laughs> I also got a shirt to say FBI female body inspector. Oh, you're but one of those the, guys with the Me Too movement. I always wonder I'm scared who buys those shirts. That it was sick. it was nice back in the day. Yeah. I don't wear it that much no more. That's crazy. Well, yeah, you know. yeah, You, 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 you have what? One chick <laughs> thought I was actually an FBI person. Jeez. That was, <laughs> that was, that was your one chance. <laughs> that was it. I hope, I hope you didn't take it. First of all, I I'm black. Like, I, yeah. I hope you were like, look, lady, this is a shirt. Please go, please go see someone. This is a someone. shirt, baby girl. Please go find some safety. If you read below, go you find will some already see that I've been checking you yeah. out. Well, speaking of ladies, how any any relationship status? No, I'm still single as a dollar bill. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Hello, ladies. Yeah. So, um, any yeah, any really quick, anything you want to share that kind of like uh, you want to promote that's that you that you found kind of has helped you out lately, or anything about your life that you've discovered that's like, oh, this is pretty cool. Something something new, something new has happened lately. Um, or same old, same old. Just the same old, same old. Same old, same old. I, 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 I do realize that you always have to work on yourself. Yeah. Through uh, thinking about positivity. That's good. Uh, I realized that I was a worrier. Mm-hmm. I always worried a lot. Worried about this. Worried about that. Just try to live in the moment, you guys. Think positive. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. And uh, things will happen. That's beautiful, man. You yep. got to go from a, a, a warrior, a war- warrior. warrior to a warrior. <laughs> Not a Golden State Warrior. Oh, you don't like Golden State? Man, oh, yeah, man. you're Memphis. Yeah, unfortunately, made a whole dream team. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're the Timberwolves. Yeah, uh, Timberwolves. No, I'm the um, Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, is that Minnesota? Minnesota's Timberwolves. Minnesota's Timberwolves. Oh, I'm sorry. I got the states wrong. <laughs> you're, uh, yeah. Yeah, what's your team? What am I, what Memphis am I Grizzlies. Grizzlies. That's what it is. Memphis Grizzlies. That's we right. believe. All right, so Wolves and wolves and Bears are all in the same, they're all in the same area. A bear will be the wolf's ass. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, what? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you know what it is? They have, like, arms where wolves mm-hmm. are, yeah. They they can, like, yeah, they can use their arms, yeah. We need to have a whole show where we just talk but, about random do, animals that yeah. go against each other. That's true. Who will win? We'll do that. Well, that'll be, we'll do that some, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll note that in. We'll do that at some point. Well, yeah. Animals that we think, we'll, <laughs> we'll call it Animal Showdown. Animal Showdown. We'll, we'll, we'll just Grizzly think of a bunch of different animals. Ape. Yeah. Mmm, <laughs> that's a good oh, grizzly bear versus gorilla. Ooh, <laughs> that's crazy. Ooh, we talking devil. Damn, that's a crazy one. I'm right, going with we'll gorilla. have to think about that next time. All right, so I always like to close the show with uh, with with an easy question because this is kind of fun. All right. uh, my favorite meal of the day is breakfast. Breakfast, yes. Breakfast is great. I well, love breakfast. I love breakfast. So I like to ask. I like to ask um, the guest. What is your ideal, your dream breakfast? 
<laughs> is this hard ass question? I know, right? That's like one of the hardest questions. I know, I know. If you can, if you can bring anything oh, together, oh, any breakfast God. together, what would it be? What, what's what's your ideal dream breakfast? Go ahead. Mm. Oh, I love, I love pancakes. Oh, pancakes. I've got every single person I've gotten so far has said either pancakes or waffles. I, I think, first thing. I think. I'm scared that somebody would poison me with pancakes. How much I love pancakes like so did, much. They eat pancakes. I'm so like, terrified. They blackmail you with pancakes. So it would be so easy. Please don't do that. That would be the easiest kill. So pancakes. Pancakes, pancakes bacon, and eggs, and okay. sausage. Yeah, good old, good old, together. good old American breakfast. And uh, um, you heard a you heard a Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, Cracker yeah. Barrel. Oh, Cracker Barrel. Mama's pancake best, breakfast. Best gift pe- shop in the with world. Pecan pancakes. Lord. Pecans, yeah, yeah. I I once made uh, pancakes with bananas and pecans. Oh, pe- pecans, whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, come on, you don't have. So your ideal breakfast like is de- definitely has to have pancakes. Definitely got to have. Well, pancakes, how do you like your eggs? Bacon scrambled. Oh, same here. I mm-hmm. love my favorite way way to do eggs is scrambled. Yes. Bacon, just tra- good old traditional bacon. Mm-hmm. Bacon, and then what else? Uh, I think probably probably just the original Grand Slam from Dennis, but just amplified. Yeah. Okay. Sausage. Sausage. Oh, so good old pan- uh, uh I'm just gonna name everything that's <laughs> breakfast. I love breakfast. I never get up in the morning to eat it. <laughs> All right. So let's say okay. So so you got big old stack of pancakes. You yes, got Jesus. scrambled eggs, mm-hmm. bacon, yes, and sausage, mm-hmm. and grits. And grits. You ever had shrimp and grits? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah, that's a big that's southern thing. Uh, that's Nolan's. Yeah, that's Nolan. Yeah, that's that's really like that. southern shrimp and grits. Yeah, that's some, that's some southern. Stuff. So grits, cheese grits is oh, too. cheese grits is great. Cheese yeah, nice and creamy. Good. All right, so so uh, you want to add anything else to that? Or is that good? Oh, Are you? So do you like hungry. toast? Are you a toast guy? Toast. I, I mess with toast. From toast, time but to you're time not like you, if you don't have it, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. If See, toast love, ain't there to the fire. I love toast. I would probably if I don't get pancakes, I usually always get toast because it's like too many. It's too much bread and all that. But yeah. How are you with a uh, 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 French? What is it? French uh, toast. French toast. You were you had you knew the word. <laughs> Why did, I was uh, I was yeah. going to say something way French more toast? elaborate. Yeah, I mean I'm not a big sweet person when it comes to breakfast. I'm more savory. Like my my favorite thing is just like eggs, steak and, and eggs. Well, I'm I don't eat. I don't well, eat, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't eat meat. meats. I mean I eat fish, but I don't eat. Uh, I don't eat. Uh, usually I'm a I'm a big advocator on breakfast burritos. Oh yeah, my favorite. Hey, yeah. Tommy's got a good breakfast burrito. Tommy's, Tommy's the chili place. I've never been there. Tommy's. You never been there. Can you can you uh, plug Tommy's real quick? I'm finna plug Tommy's. Tommy's is a nice chili place where they have like chili burgers mm-hmm. and chili fries. The chili is the the main. And is thing. it is it for the locals in Los Angeles? Yes, it is. For where the can locals. we find it? It's, it's on um, Sunset and near Sunset and Wilton. Near there. Okay. And then there's another one that's off of Peacock. But yeah, so yeah, you're big on just pancakes, sausage, bacon, scrambled Boy, eggs, I could eat grits. Somebody, All right, what's your well, drink of choice? You just like water? What do you like? What, mm, do you like? what do you like to drink for breakfast? Uh, For breakfast? Yeah, you coffee, milk, tea, just one big glass of milk? One big glass yeah. of cold milk. Yeah, 2%, 3%, 2%, 2%, right in the yep. middle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I go with the whole. Now, since I've been living out here and I'm trying to do better, I'm getting, <laughs> yeah. 
trying to do some almond. Milk, oh, dude, man. almond milk is great. Almond milk is good. Almond it's milk sweet. Is great. And there's so many almond, like you can do almond milk, cashew milk. There's oat milk now. Mm-hmm. You can do pea milk, and that's not urine. It's actually from peas. <laughs> yeah, I've had it. It's pretty good. Um, well, that's great, man. So you're a big breakfast advocate. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, I love. Everyone breakfast. always says, no matter what, everyone always goes to pancakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pancakes is the strength of the yeah. world. All right. <laughs> Wow, pancakes is this like you can. I seen somebody on a on a Facebook post. Dude, stopped a fight with pizza. I think you could stop a fight with pancakes. I think you can stop a lot of things. With I pancakes. think you could stop a war World with peace? pancakes. Pancakes. War. Uh, you could stop a war with pancakes <laughs> and women. No, no, you can start a war with. Women. You can start a war. Yeah. Uh, hashtag feminism. Hashtag yes. equal equal rights. Equal rights for yeah. all. Oh, for all and pancakes, pancakes. <laughs> Promote yourself. What, what are you? What, what's social media are you on? YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram. Where, where, where can people find you? Facebook. Uh, I'm Jaron Robinson. At one moment, I was the author of Romance on there. I don't know why. I, I don't know what that's going means. through a phase. But yeah, Jaron Robinson on Facebook. Jaron twenty seven on Instagram. J R O N two seven. Yes, sir. I made that Instagram. page when I was twenty seven. So. Hence the 27. And um, YouTube, I have a small show called Posted on there. We we need to do something new on there. But it's some old footage on mm-hmm. there of me. Mm-hmm. And just Google my name or YouTube my name. is Jaron Robinson. You want to spell Jaren it? Jaron Robinson. J-A-R-R-O-N. Robinson, like Smokey Robinson. That's it. Or Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. Booyah. No can, though. Um, Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. By Simon and Garfunkel. Um, hey, Robinson. do you have any of your stand up online? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I do because I don't like a lot of people told me to record myself where mm-hmm. I'm doing stand up, but I don't like to. Okay, well, that's I, fair. I that's like fair. to live in the moment, yeah, keep it low key. And I don't, sure. I don't put my stand up on. Social media because I'm afraid somebody might steal my shit. So I'd be, really, that I'd be that scared. is a true. Yeah, that's a true thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if you want to see my stand up, yeah. come see me. Where are some of the places you like to go? Uh, I go to uh, Flappers. I'll be there a lot. I'm probably going to be auditioning soon for there and hopefully get uh, get booked for something mm-hmm. uh, through there. I get booked a lot through Flappers. Um, Do you go to any open mics? Like that you open go mics. to frequently? Yeah, uh, there's a, a nice open mic off of Sunset at uh, Cultra di Cultra e Cultra e Sabora. I can't pronounce it right. I'm from the hood. <laughs> yeah, and I be there a lot. They have open mics on Thursdays and Fridays. Perfect. So yeah, man. Hey, come see me. I'm, I'm out. trying to get my get enough cojones to go to the comedy store because oh, I realize that is the source of yeah. the comedy soul out. Dude, here, it's been man. the source since like what the seventies. The seven. I seen like a recent documentary on YouTube mm-hmm. behind the comedy mm-hmm. store. Yeah. But, oh my. A lot God. of legends come out of there, bro. Legends yeah. come out of there. Yeah, it's incredible. You, the lineup. Well, the lineup. I've seen the lineup for open mic. It's it's streets. Mm-hmm. People line up for open mic like crazy there, man. Oh, it's man. insane. 
But uh, hey, man, I wish the best of luck to you. Thanks, you know, Chris, for you're a great, you're here. a great guy. You're a wonderful host, or I guess guest. I'm the host. I'm a wonderful host. You're a wonderful guest. Yeah, you are. Um, very funny, <laughs> very, uh, very inspirational. But uh, thank you so much, Jay. I appreciate you coming down, and I wish you the best of luck. I know I said Thanks, all these things man. again, but. All right, man, stay sweet, and thank you guys again for joining this podcast, for listening on to Conversations from a Room. Keep on listening, guys. Keep on being great. Jay, you want to say anything else? We talked so long that the dog fell asleep. (laughs) Yeah, the dog's asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. See you next week. Ciao.